All right. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Geek Vibes Interview brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Don Fisher. And today I have with me an actress who is now also a writer, executive producer, and director. You've seen her in the film Hustlers, as well as various television shows such as Invasion and Blacklist. Now starring in the new spinoff series from the Walking Dead universe, Tales of the Walking Dead, please welcome Kirstie Bryan. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I'm winded one, you know. It felt good when I wrote it. I was like, I, I like that one. I like that. I like it. That that was like A plus. <laughs> a plus. Um, so yeah, you're in the new Walking Dead spinoff, Tales of the Walking yeah. Dead. Uh I've been watching The Walking Dead since 2010, since it first started. So it's been a long time. I feel like it's a big chunk of my life. And they're doing all these different spinoffs and some are hit and some are missed, but this one is, it's refreshing. I feel like it it's, doesn't take itself as serious because it is an anthology series, um, but stepping into this realm with such an expansive, you know, television universe, uh, is there any kind of uh, intimidation when you first got the role? Oh, yeah. I mean, you just described it. I mean, folks have been following this for 10 years. um, And to be kind of a new spinoff, like these fans really know the world. They know they know what's up. So I I think that's part of the part of the intimidation is hopefully that the fans feel satisfied or there's enough to chew on or there's enough to like, you know, I, I, I think that this is, as you say, like it's an anthology series. So each episode sits kind of like its own movie. And and so you get an opportunity to meet a new set of characters on a new adventure and the different different time periods of the world. And so I, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think, you know, so you're and you're the first episode, the pilot episode. Yeah. Which is a, probably a lot of pressure, I would, I would assume. <laughs> uh, it, you did great, by the way. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and I think what makes these uh, episodes so good is the fact that you instead of following this giant group of people, you have there's three of you, and you get to really focus on these characters, and you get to love them right away, or you get to hate them right away, and you don't have to wait for that build up. And uh, so I wanted to ask you, when we get to your character, uh, which is Sandra slash uh, what was the username? Uh, you should be scared. Uh, you, you should be scared. <laughs> Um, was there any kind of uh, preparation that you like, like I want to take some of this character and this character to make your character? Because to me, I got kind of like Topanga vibes mixed with like some Joker. Ooh, yeah. ooh Topanga, that's the first time. I'm liking this. <laughs> I'm liking this. That's good. Um, you know, so Sandra was a, a character that uh, was a very like the, the design team came you know because I I also had seen you know a lot of Walking Dead and I thought you know oh my gosh I got an opportunity to be in it I I assumed we'd have a large cast and when I opened that that script there was only three people in it I was like okay, there's there's been a mistake <laughs> and then I I read her character and I was like this is different than I have ever seen in the tone of the different shows so I was like okay, they're, they're trying something else. And I think that's awesome, but it could go to, you know, many ways. Like if, if I'm not, you know, 
gonna because you watch the show to make sure you're in the right world you're in the right universe of tone and everything like that so I just so it was really fun to talk with the design team and the directors and the showrunner and all those folks to kind of get a sense of what they wanted Sandra to be because she could be anything (laughs) and so they kind of dropped in uh because can I give can I reveal stuff if if I spoil okay um she she kind of is revealed to be a serial killer and I was like this there's there's so many ways that could play you know so there's so many different types of serial killers in the world (laughs) and and but she so they said we're curious about mommy dearest uh, uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane, which was kind of an old school movie with Faye Dunaway, um, and then there was, uh, and then there was the Joker. But I had like five days to prepare, like oh. not not a lot of time. And so, and when you get like a role like this, it's just like, oh my gosh, like there, you could you could throw anything at it. And so I kind of went down and really researched. I, I did watch those films, um, but then really I kind of tried to research some people, women like Sandra who would be prepping like she is. And there's a small community of women that are really into prepping and they have like, you know, their YouTube channels and then you kind of go down that rabbit hole and things like that. So, so that's how I prepared, I mean, as best I could. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's one of the, the interesting takes on, on that episode is that we, we know these characters exist in this universe where we never really get too much time to focus on what being alone for a long time will do to your your mind and, you know, your lack of trust. And, you know, as most people that are fans of the universe, they know, like, it's not the, the walkers or the toe tag that you have to look out for. It's the humans because, mm. you know, things are scarce, so they're going to try to take what they can. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I think that that's the cool thing about the show is you see humans under such conditions, and then what what happens there. Um, I love that you the toe tag the walkers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, and what is it like? Because um, I feel like I've, I've, as I was looking through your uh, all your roles, it seems like you you know went from small things to like thrust into like with big big names and this one you're with Terry Crews and Olivia Munn what was that like whoa jump jump um I would say you know I have had apologies my neighbor's dog is is barking um I I have had kind of a career that has had like a trajectory kind of like this and I I've actually felt very grateful for it because that is an opportunity to kind of um you know, I, I, my first like professional theater job, I was like delivering letters. You know, you're like, you're in the back carrying right. the, the thing and you're like, you're like, deliver the letter. And then you're not, you're not carrying the show. But what you do have an opportunity to do then is you're learning all the time. Like you're watching like the folks that you're working with, you're watching how they're behaving, how they're preparing, how they're, you know, and so that, that's been such a, like a, a dream to kind of just have that. Cause once this came along, I was so ready, you know, I was so ready, uh, to, knew how to prepare knew, you know, the world of this. And, and for those that, you know, are interested in acting, like that's, that's something, you know, it's like a set is a big place and like the bigger the set, the more like crazy it gets. And like, who do you need to like 
you know, how do you keep maintain your, your energy, but also like be part of the team. And so I think like that, like slow growth has, has really helped me kind of like learn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's that, what's the saying? You got to stay ready to, to be ready or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that makes yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like you're training, you're training every day. Like, even if you're like the tiniest, I, I don't want to, there, there are no small parts, like everybody's part of the world. So it's like, how, how do you, you know, flesh out a character that's really going to be there for a minute and enter the world, support the story. Like it's, it's, a, it's, that actually is the hard, I think the hardest job because when you're carrying a show, you really get to like control a lot of the story. Right. So I, I have so much a deep respect for those actors that like plug in, like nail it. And, you know, are, are, we don't see them in this world again. Yeah, and I think that it's cool about it too is that, like you said, there's no small parts. I really enjoy going back and watching a movie I love that was from like ten years ago or a TV show, and then you go, "That person's a big star now." I forgot they're in this. That's crazy, you know? Um, yeah, I yeah. Like you, I mean, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that you can like kind of track folks and how they've they've kind of grown. I mean, that's that's like. So let's let's hope that it's always we're always growing. Yeah, and I definitely think that the Sandra's character <laughs> is one that's gonna stick out to people and stay with them as they continue to watch the rest of the episodes. Oh, good because this is my campaign to get everybody to go to Sandra's for Halloween. So everybody, <laughs> oh, this is what I'm. Good, what, I, I'm just asking, you know. But it's so funny. Terry Crews said that to me. That was he like saw when he first saw Sandra's character because I didn't want him to see the crazy face until he really needed to right right and so when he saw it he was like if people don't go it's sandra for halloween we haven't done our job and i was like right yeah, and i did that with like a big old face of scary makeup <laughs> right yeah so oh uh, uh so before we transitioned into to egg party um how do you think that you would fare in an ap uh, apocalypse, a zombie apocalypse, should I say? Whoa, whoa, great question. I think we have had some good opportunity to like assess in the last couple of years what we're gonna need. And I think we're not gonna need toilet paper. I think we're gonna need water. I think we're gonna need generators. I think we're gonna need more importantly than I think we ever knew we're going to need good people around us. Sure. That's like the takeaway from, I think from Sandra's like cautionary tale. Yeah. And is that, that she thought she could do this alone. And, and in the end, we really can't, we have like, we need good folks around us. And yes, of course you want like the medic and you want, you know, someone who knows how to maybe build a bridge or something like that. But also you, you need, the person with the guitar you need that that keeps us like reminded why humanity is worthy to like keep going like so that's that's what i think we like as we prepare am i ready for this um i think about it you know like my lists of things that i should probably have in like the closet and things like that um and i don't think it's wrong to prepare but i think going down the rabbit hole too dark for too long you know I, I the thing is is 
be prepared and realistic, but also let's celebrate when it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's celebrate that, like, the apocalypse has not come. Like, so <laughs> I think that, like, we only get one life. So, like, throw some joy in there, too. And also, we're not islands. Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, so let's transition into to egg party. So now you're in the, the director's chair. You're in the writer's chair. And I know as a, as a writer myself, I know how div- difficult it can be sometimes when you're looking at the, the blank screen and you're like, okay, I need you to. Know, I, had, I had a really extraordinary writing team with me which helps again it's like we're not alone like I had Ashton Heil and Claire Kennedy are two dear pals and they came uh, together with me to kind of crack open this film so Egg Party is is a 10 minute whimsical short about um, six 30 something women that come together in in a Brooklyn apartment and for like a not so sober like egg decorating party like they're decorating eggs and then each uh woman gets a like a like a portrait of her and what her egg is doing so it's kind of so for example like one woman's egg is in a uh is in a floating in a uh like a wine glass and and you're like oh she doesn't want kids and then another one has her eggs on ice and then what we realize is that actually they've all come together to be with their friend who's been struggling with miscarriage. And so in, we shot this before the pandemic, like right on the, like the razor's edge. We were March 14th, 15th, 2020. (laughs) And that we were like, and the next day, like the city shut down. And so that actually gave me a chance to like, get that thing cut, you know, get it ready to go. And then like, it went, had a really good festival run. We got a number of audience awards. Um, and, uh, got the Panavision first time filmmaker uh, award. But the, the wonder was like, I thought we were just going to please, you know, maybe women of a certain age that like kind of get it. But really I was surprised that men who, you know, think about parenthood or have this in their lives, um, women in their twenties were like, I have not thought about this. And then like my, my godmother was like, this is kind of in conversation with I, what the choices I had to make. So I guess, I guess um, right now, what's happening in the United States, uh, being a woman and really discussing maternal health and choice and, and all these things, it suddenly became like a really prescient movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I, 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 we loved it. We thought it was moving and hopefully funny for people and comforting, but now we've decided to stop the festival run okay. and because we want to get it to the audiences right away. And that's, that's for you and anyone that really, you know, needs some comfort to say like, look, we're saying, we stand with you, right. whatever choice you make and we got you. So that's, that's, so that's coming out very soon online. Yeah, I, I got a chance to watch it last night, and I think the one thing that I really loved about it off, off the rip was how unapologetically female it is, because oh, wow. there's, you know, I'm sure you've seen online, there's this weird vacuum of people who, for whatever reason, don't want women in the lead. They don't want them in charge. They don't want women's stories, but I've heard all the guy stories, they're all kind of similar. 
I need different <laughs> perspectives and points of view. And I was raised by women. I have a lot of women oh. friends. So like, uh, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I've heard these conversations. I know how hard they are, uh, especially the scene where she's like in the bathroom crying and the shade, they show her album. That's a hard, you're left. I'm gonna just say, that's <laughs> Sophie von Hasselberg, beautiful actress. And she does such a gorgeous job. But yeah, that scene just breaks your heart because yeah. that's what women are. That's how women are experiencing this. They're experiencing it alone in their bathroom, you know, yeah. or where it's like, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think, I, it, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think it touches on the, that part of like, there is not enough words that can console a woman when going through that issue and there's no easy fix and there's, you go through the, no. is it my fault? Is it like, what is wrong with me? Because I know this is the thing I'm supposed to do. So I know how hard that hits. And uh, so when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, this is... like I, and I wanted to show my life and I was like, I don't know. You, you can watch. Yeah, I know. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, like, yeah. like, because especially like, I, I hope, I hope how people will, thank you so much for watching, by the oh, way. Yeah. That's really, really wonderful of you. Um, but it, like, yeah, I mean, a friend would watch it and be like, oh, you know, I have someone that needs to see this. Yeah. And like, that's, that's how I hope it's meant to be a warm hug, honestly, because yeah. you're like, you're right. There are no words for this. There are no words. Um, and, and we don't know the future for these kids characters i don't i don't know if it works out i hope i hope it does but but whatever they have they're going to be together in it and so i think that that's the that was kind of the message is like you get a bunch of women that are making different choices you know like some women like they're working hard they don't want like or there's 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 a character it's it's very allegorical so so i'm sometimes you, you might have to watch it too twice you're like oh now i get it but um but then there's the woman who really doesn't want kids. And like that, that's another like, you know, person that uh, just gets a lot of judgment. Yeah. Uh, and, but then there are the women that are seeking motherhood through pregnancy and, and are being challenged. And, and it feels like you're alone. So yeah. hopefully ho- ho- it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah. No, there's <laughs> definitely like, I was, I was just about to say, yeah, there's, a line in there that I thought was that was great and of course as I'm in the, my male mind I wouldn't have thought about it and I think that it kind of lets a, a, a man enter into that world a little bit where I think there was uh said something about the, the guy getting kicked in the groin and she was like yeah well you pulled out my IUD and it came out my cervix and I was like oh that hurt that's funny because I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't know without have seen that that like that's a yeah. pain that you know guys don't think about that could possibly happen and I thought it was great because it was it was very in this kind of a peek into this group of women you know uh behind closed doors it was, it was really good yeah that's some of my co-writers Ashton Heil and Claire Kennedy that was one of their jokes and it was like it was like really really like oh that works ooh, ooh <laughs> ow <laughs> was this something yeah. that um if you don't ask him was this like a yeah. personal uh, yeah, so experience. so it is not a personal story experience of mine. Um, but so what had happened was what had happened was <laughs> I 
I was attending a, a like an egg decorating party and I had put in my calendar dying egg party spelled wrong. Oh. And I like remember looking at it being like, oh my God, that's terrible. And so when I rolled in, it was like a bunch of women that like were all comedians and I was kind of like an outsider, but they were talking about things, they're dying eggs and like talking about things that I couldn't say out of my face, you know, it's like about aging and, and like stuff that was just going on in their lives. And like, so I had, suddenly I got this idea for this film, but at that same moment, and I'm sure, I, I'm, sure I'm not alone, I was having conversations with a lot of my friends that were really having this experience, you know, like miscarriage um, in, in various forms. And it was like heavy, heavy stuff. Right. And so I kind of, so it wasn't a personal story of mine, but it felt like maybe this would be a good way to kind of bring it all together. What, what I, what was a little cavalier of me was that I started throwing the script over to like, you know, all my friends that are like the greatest actors of all time. And it's like, hey, you want to help me do it? You, I want you in this movie, please, please, please. And actors and like designers and, you know, people, I was like, please, please, please. What I didn't know is how, who had actually had this experience and had never come oh, yeah. forward. So it's so unspoken that like, even I didn't know. Right. I even I didn't know. And and so that that was really cavalier of me. Because <laughs> I was like, great movie, right? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And it's good for this reason. And I was like, oh, geez. So I think that that's been wonderful for me to just kind of sit and listen and hopefully create a space for us to kind of have a bigger conversation about choice. And also these bigger questions of fertility and what, what do you want to do with your creativity? Like, I mean, that's, and I love that you're, you're, this is a conversation that women have to have because like, it's a strange moment in your lives where if you're, you, if you're considering motherhood, so sorry, my phone just, it's fine. Yeah. All that to say is um, it, it was, it, it hopefully will, will start, uh, uh, con conversation between friends or or and so that's why we we didn't we, we the distribution piece it's meant to go online it just gotta go online yeah. so people can yeah yeah I think and I think it has that perfect balance of uh serious and and, and levity with like the personalized eggs and I was like that's such a good touch that is subtle because at, at first I, I was like Okay, and then after about, I think it's probably the second or third one, I was like, oh, wait, let me go back. Oh, I get it. That's, okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah it's it's really good. It's really good. I watched it twice. Uh, and like you said, like, the, the second time, it everything clicked a lot more. Um, so, yeah, I, it's, it's that's, that's when you know you're a true creative, when you took something like typing in something wrong, and something could be yeah. and you're just like, I have an idea. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, that's bleak. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. Let's follow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, for all of us that in any way, like, you know, write your story, play your music. You just don't know what's cooking. Like you kind of just have to be in the flow of things. And, and I'm so supportive of 
of being an expression because being human is really hard and being able to have some way to kind of unpack that be it writing be it with friends you know whatever it is like I, I just encourage that because tough 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 job we got here <laughs> life um, but also I mean what we're one in like a like googleplex like to that we won the lottery to be here today like, right like talk about like we got to be grateful for that piece too for sure um so my last question is a little more of a, a fun question um, okay if you were a cartoon character what would be your everyday outfit Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you want to know the first thing that came to mind? Sure. <laughs> was like Donald Duck with like no pants. He's got no pants, right? That would be like my that would be like my everyday carry. Like my everyday like, that uh that would be my everyday outfit. What about you? See, I'm I'm very simple. So it, it'd be some kind of all black attire. I, I, eventually, I'd probably look like Morbius, uh, Morbius from uh, The Matrix. Like, Ooh. <laughs> Morbius, my bad. That would be, yeah, you'd look elegant. You'd be like on point. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate your time. This was a lot of fun. Oh, Don, such a pleasure to chat with you. And yeah. I enjoyed catching up on your work. And I know I, I, know I originally was like, Oh, yeah, I'll need like 15 minutes. I was like, I'm going to go over. I know I am. It's okay, though. <laughs> we can chat all day. I'm all right with that. But um, hopefully I can visit you all soon. And thank you so much for the time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, make sure everyone check out uh, Tales of the Walking Dead on AMC right now. Premiered uh, August 14th. And, um, and then look out for Egg Party coming soon to us online. Uh, oh, and last yeah. thing, where can people find you? online on social media oh yeah i'm on insta and i'm on on twitter i've got facebook but i think you know i and i look at it you'll you'll find me there too but um but yeah instagram's great it's kirsty danger k-e-r-s-t-i danger Danger's which is a little strange name. because sandra was you should be scared <laughs> <laughs> you're made for that's it. right but no it's <laughs> Kirsty Danger. It's for adventure. Um, again, thank you. And hopefully we do this again soon. Yeah, I hope so. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye.